0: Yay, Networks. Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. They call me the Evil Lawyer. And listen, I really wanted to have a soundbite for you guys today. I really wanted to talk about Ukraine and the tail wagging, the dog syndrome going on over there. And the fact that the people involved, the leaders involved are all globally elite, sponsored out of nowhere. It's kind of like Barack Obama. Where did he come from? Where does Zelensky come from? We all know where Joe Biden came from. He's been there forever and hasn't done anything yet except for, well, in the first year, he's accomplished more than any other president. Unfortunately, that's the destruction of this nation. And guys like Maduro and Venezuela, the Venezuelan Putin, and even Putin, and who, who may have become entethered from the globalist elite system. And then there's Zelensky the comedian, who is now the president of Ukraine, arguably the most corrupt country in, in, in the world. I mean, Ukraine is, it's, it's the <laughs> New Orleans, Las Vegas, uh, Chicago, uh, uh, governmentally speaking, of, of the planet. But then something came out recently, and I just can't ignore it. Um, so we're going to have to side back whatever burner that show, and we're going to talk about What was released accidentally from Pfizer, part of it as a result of a court order, part of it um, was an accidental release, allegedly. We really don't know where it came from, but we know that it's accurate. And uh, when you see what I'm going to talk about later on, you'll know why the Myrna companies, I'm not just going to pick on Pfizer, we're picking on AstraZeneca, Moderna, and Pfizer—the mRNA companies—you'll you'll know why they wanted this stuff sealed for seventy-seven years. You'll know why we couldn't find uh, test results for their first two experimental trials and their animal testing. Hint: they didn't do any. Uh, so these documents can be found on the interwebs. You got to look for them. You got to dig for them. You got to use an alternative search engine. You're not going to find them on Google. All Google spews forth is vaccine information as you know, the, the vaccines are safe, go take your vaccines, more shots, more shots, more shots. These are some serious, serious uh, medical consequences of taking these vaccines. And it goes on and on and on to the point that I, I couldn't even understand half this stuff. So I went and talked to a doctor about it and had him kind of walk me through it. And so having done that, I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to walk you through it. But first, I want to talk about an ex-Pfizer scientist. This guy's name is Michael Yeadon, Dr. Michael Yeadon. If you're looking him up, it's Y-E-A-D-O-N. And if you want to go to an alternative search engine like Startpage or Duck and find out about Michael Yeadon, because don't go to Google, and I'll tell you why in a second, This guy was a scientific researcher and a vice president of Pfizer for 16 years. After he left Pfizer, he formed his own biotech, which he later sold for $326 million. So he doesn't need the money, and he's not out there trying to make a name for himself. He's already got a name for himself. And as a matter of fact, I would argue that much like Donald Trump, this guy's attempt to help us has cost him more than it ever, ever could possibly benefit him. But we need people like this. And if we didn't have them, we'd be in a bigger mess than we're in right now. So this guy, Michael Yeadon from Pfizer, 16 years at Pfizer, attempted to whistleblow the whole entire mRNA technology, the whole system, basically stating that it's extremely destructive. It causes genetic changes and all kinds of medical consequences, severe medical consequences. We're not calling them side effects. We're calling them severe medical consequences. So if I slip up and say side effects, I mean severe medical consequences. Correlation is not causation. Remember that too. But if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, causes you to have cardiac arrest like a duck, that's a duck. These vaccines, this this Dr. Uh, Yeadon said basically these vaccines were, and I'm going to paraphrase him, causing a lot of blood and heart and brain issues, among other things. And the response from our military media industrial pharma complex was to ban him from all social media and then all media, period. You know, it's almost impossible to find this guy. And if you go to Google and type in Dr. Michael Yeadon, all you're going to get is uh, it's all negative it's all negative views. Now, if it's all negative for three pages, not one positive thing, it's a lie. If you don't get any kind of balanced information, there's always going to be somebody who is on someone's side, and there's always going to be people against them. Pick the nastiest, most horrible person in history and Google him. You'll be like, okay, I mean, literally the nastiest, most horrible, and I know who you're thinking about right now, and I'm not going to say his name. Googling. There's going to be somebody in the first two pages that liked him. There's going to be some group in the first two pages that still likes him, but not Dr. Yeadon. No, everything on Google about this guy is negative. He's a nut. He's a crank. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's this, he's that. You know, the attacks on him are broad And absolutely absurd if you look at his CV, his curriculum vitae. I mean, things he's done in his life, they don't make any sense whatsoever. So if everyone is against somebody, it's because you're being lied to. It's statistically impossible. It's kind of like those 81 million votes Joe Biden loves to claim he got. I mean, when they came in in the middle of the night, after they had stopped counting in those swing states, they were all Biden votes. Not one single Trump vote. That is a statistical impossibility. Much like it's it's statistically impossible that if Google is not cooking the search results, that every single result on anybody who says anything about this medical device, couched as hidden as a vaccine. Now, if you go to Start Page or one of the other alternative search engines like the Duck, you'll get a much more balanced picture of who this doctor really is and that he is frightened for what his former company has done. Now, Pfizer, Moderna, the the, the the Myrna companies, as in M-R-N-A, the Myrna companies did not test this technology on animals this time. The last time they tested this technology on animals, and this is one of the problems that this Dr. Yeadon has, the last time they tested this technology on animals, they all died, which is why the technology never came out for humans. Now, this was back when we had SARS-1 and MERS, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. We all remember SARS-1. It's about 30% fatal. It was supposed to be a, a world ender. It wasn't. came out of the same lab in Wuhan. So did MERS. All of this is coming out of the same lab. Now, when they did the animal testing back then, like I said, the animals all died. So this time they skipped it. Why did they skip it? They never could have gotten EUA, Emergency Youth Authorization, if they had done animal testing this time. The problem, though, is not a particular mRNA vaccine, in quotes, because it's not really a vaccine. It's a medical device. The problem is the technology itself. When they did the testing, the animal testing uh, for the original SARS and the original MERS, they had tremendous side effects in the animals, so they never made it to human testing. We're going to talk about why not in a minute. But when we start going through the side effects of this, um, this medical device they call a vaccine, a lot of you guys are walking around right now with, with this stuff in your systems. And you're having a lot of medical problems. I read my emails, and I've lost four friends and one person who wasn't a friend, but I kind of knew them. Haven't lost anybody to COVID. I've been fortunate for that. had some friends who got really sick, but haven't lost anybody. But five people I know of, one four I know personally, and one I just kind of knew, are now dead of very mysterious illnesses that just happened to hit them out of the blue. They were perfectly healthy before, after. They had the shots. As a matter of fact, it was always right after they had the vaccine or within a month or so. In fact, one of them little, literally dropped dead two days after the third shot. And now we're being told we need a fourth. And then I saw where Fauci just popped up out of his satanic groundhog day hole and said, you may need a fifth. This Is a population control medical device. Do not be fooled. This is not a vaccine. I'm probably going to repeat myself on that a couple of times. This is a population control device. I don't have time to talk about it today, but do some research into the population control people and Bill Gates. They basically wanted to diminish the global population. To between 500 million and 1 billion total. They say it's to save the planet. I don't believe it. So the toll, let's go back. The guy who was with Pfizer for 16 years, Michael Yeadon, and then there's another one too. We're just going to call him Whistleblower from the other, the other Myrna company, one of the other Myrna companies. That make this stuff basically come out and said it is entirely not fit for humans. It's dangerous, irresponsible for it to have ever been used on humans, and that the toll, the toll against people who have taken these vaccines over the next couple of decades, is going to be unfathomable. And this—he's not just some random scientist. He's the former VP of Pfizer, sixteen years, and a researcher who started his own uh, biotech company. Which he later sold for three hundred and twenty, was it three twenty-six, three twenty-two? When you're talking that kind of money, what's four million dollars? Over three hundred and twenty million dollars. Why don't we get to know any of this? It's really not it's really not because we're gonna talk about some things that some people still have a choice and they really need to know. And this is all being hidden. But let's talk about the animal testing for just a minute and the lack of animal testing. And it all results back to when they tested this M- mRNA technology on the first SARS and the MERS outbreak and the problem with the animals. They died. They didn't necessarily all die that day, but with during the period of time that they were doing the research, they all died. And most of them were ferrets, which is kind of sad because ferrets are cute, but a lot of mice and rabbits and chimps died too. They died. They had all kinds of bizarre effects from this. A lot of autoimmune problems, a lot of blood problems, a lot of heart problems. Is that starting to sound familiar? So when this bioweapon comes out of China, oddly enough, out of a lab allegedly funded by Anthony Fauci and the NIH, through a shell company in New York. I talked about that on the show um, last week. They went back to the drawing board. but This time they skipped the animal testing. And it's going to be really important here in a second about them skipping the animal testing. Besides the fact that they knew the animals would all die, they'd never get an EUA, an emergency use authorization. But they skipped it. And There's a problem with that. And it relates to the Geneva Convention. And there's a problem with a lot of the rest of this, and it relates to something called informed consent. We're going to go over that in just a second. But The obvious issue is a lot of people are going to die because this wasn't adequately tested on animals, and the real kick to the teeth is that it doesn't even necessarily work. It doesn't prevent transmission. It doesn't prevent you from catching the China virus, and it's arguable as to whether or not it prevents you from getting really sick from the China virus. And I've, I've, you know what, sometimes I turn on the news to get my daily dose of propaganda, basically so I can do this show for you, because the news makes me sick. All of it. You know, I've got my alternative sources. Most of them are offshore. You know, when you can get more truth out of Al Jazeera than you can get out of Fox or NBC or any of the rest of them, what a world we live in. So I talked to a doctor. I Had a friend of mine who's a doctor. He's a physician in Dallas, Texas, because we're in yet another. Here we go again with the Omicron variant BA two, which is you know already destroying Europe, apparently, but not enough that they can't fight a fake tail wagging the dog war. And I asked my doctor friend, you know, what does the ER look like right now? And he said it's empty. And I'm like, what do you mean empty? And he's like, there's all kinds of beds in the ER. He, in spite of the staffing shortage, he said, you know, there's there's no problem. If you need to go to the ER, you go to the ER. And, you know, I, I admit, admit we're in a lull right now. But anyway, I also talked to him about what the ERs looked like during Delta, because he was working in them when apparently they were full and everybody was dying and patients were stacked up like cordwood in the hallways and hellfire and brimstone and dogs sleeping with cats. And he said that, yeah, uh, he said it was really tough, and a lot of people were dying, but he said, you know, these people that were dying had a list of pre-existing conditions a mile long. Now we always see, we see these propaganda posts on the news, these little kids asking, Daddy, I I really love you, I I don't want you to die, so get those shots. And, you know, the dad is, he's a construction worker, he's 32 years old, he's in great shape you see these uh, these other propaganda on the news like my, my kid was 23 years old and got COVID and he had no pre-existing conditions. Pretty sure he got COVID in the gym because he worked out twice a day every single day. He was in great shape. He was a former marine. you know and out of all due respect of anybody that's lost someone to this, I, you have my condolences and I'm sorry, but this is propaganda. And it's propaganda filtered through our government, media, military, big pharma, big tech, big tech complex. We can no longer make educated choices. How can you make an educated choice when it's impossible for you to become educated? And when 99% of the people become educated by walking through the room when the news is on, to have their opinion assigned to them that day about what is what, What is male? What is female? What is good for you? What is bad for you? You I mean, half of the people on this planet get their marital and weight loss advice from an obese woman who's never been married. We can no longer make educated choices, and we're going to get to why that is so important. In the law, we have a concept called informed consent. And that means if you haven't been informed, your consent means nothing. If you don't know what you're getting yourself into, then you don't have informed consent. And therefore, your consent is invalid under the law. And the fact that the media, the social media, the mainstream media, even the alternative media, unless you go offshore, Australia has, uh, by the way, Australia in 60 minutes. If you really want to know what's going on in the world, Watch Australian sixty minutes. Watch NTD New Tang Dynasty, which is the resistance in China. By the way, China is shutting everything down again. So we don't know what that lab burped out this time. But if you can't, how how can the ignorant person—and I don't mean ignorant as an insult—I mean ignorant as you don't know something—educate yourself? When all you're provided is propaganda, and even if you get a hint of truth from somewhere, like this show, or another, or something like this show, you get a hint of truth. You think, you know, I wonder if that guy is right, and you go to Google, or you go to most any other search engine, unless it's you know Start Page or the Duck or one of those, and even those require a fair amount of research, a little bit of digging, and you you put in something you hear, maybe something you hear from me, maybe something you hear from, you know, I don't know, uh, on Blaze or one of, the, one of the other networks is trying to tell you the truth on uh, Pete Prosperity, any of these guys, you put it in, and you get three pages of why it's absolute nonsense and it's a crime for someone to have said it, and you just might be an accomplice because you listened to it. It's like being in third grade again, and and I'm just as guilty as the kid who farted because I laughed. Nobody, well, almost nobody, can give informed consent under those circumstances. So let's get to some lawyer stuff, some lawyerly stuff. All these companies, these so-called vaccine companies, have absolute impenetrable shields from liability that were granted to them by our government, which is supposed to be beholden to we the people, but as anybody knows, is not. It's beholden to their global masters. And if their global masters want to kill off 90% of we the people, then that's what that government is going to do. So they have absolute shields from liability. They have immunity from liability for anything that comes out of the vaccine forever. Now, some really intelligent attorneys, Some attorneys are, you know, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but some really intelligent attorneys, we've been talking about this, and there's a lawsuit being filed, and there's one that's already been filed, and the fact is that we argue, and we have case background a mile thick. To back us up on this, that fraud overcomes these grants of immunity. And that the vaccine, the, the Myrna companies, the mRNA vax companies committed fraud by burying the animal test results from the last time they tried this technology and by not properly conducting tests this time around. You know, they did do three rounds of testing everybody heard three rounds of testing that must be okay well unfortunately all three rounds were on people first round was on volunteers second round was on volunteers and the third round of testing was on everybody who's gotten the jab did you give consent to be tested on if you gave consent to be tested on, and I'm sure you did when you signed that document, was it informed? Were you even did you even have the ability to inform yourself before your consent? We don't want to. I don't want to get into the legal minutia of what is duress and what is not duress. We're going to address duress in just a second, but we're not going to go all the way into if you were. Uh, deliberately denied the information, is the consent merely invalid or were you under duress because you were denied the information and provided false propagandic information to lead you down the path of making a decision you would have never made had you had the truth. And that is part of the fraud that we're talking about in these lawsuits as well. And we'll see what happens with it. I guess it depends on whether or not we get a um, Obama-Biden appointee on the bench. Uh, don't think we will on one of them. There's a lot to be scared of in the world right now, besides Russia and nukes and the virus and our government and our media. But one of the most frightening things is we can't get... Accurate information to form opinions and that colors elections and that colors your health decisions and that colors everything in your life because if you can 't get accurate information to form opinions, well, maybe this is why everyone is at everyone else 's throat right now because when you can 't get good information, your own theories and your own conjurings and the own things things that you heard in your rumors and innuendo and everything else becomes your religion because that 's all you 've got. And if you ever try to argue with a liberal, you understand that. So let's get to something that people really don't think about that much. The Geneva Convention. The Geneva Convention provides that medical experiments will not be done on people without animal testing first. Furthermore, the Geneva Convention requires that consent be informed We don't have informed consent because we were not given it. As a matter of fact, if we tried to find it, it was denied us. And every time someone tried to provide informed consent, they were silenced. Kind of like last week's show. You know, we got deplatformed last week. We're back up now. But we got banned from every... Well, we're back up. (laughs) We're back up on all podcast purveyors. But we're still banned from uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter at uh instagram and the ban has has no uh, sunset on it so they won't tell us how long we're banned and any attempts to get around it have been met with extreme prejudice i'm surprised that mark zuckerberg hasn't come to my house and assassinated me but we're banned from everything but anyway the united states of america there was a case called brandt b-r-a-n-d-t and that was what, pe- part of what people commonly know is the Nuremberg Trials. Remember the Nuremberg Trials? We were only doing what we were told to do, and it's like, mm, sorry, that's not good enough. Need I repeat myself? We were only doing what we were told to do is not good enough. The uh, the, the guy, uh, this particular case, the Nuremberg Trials, part of it was uh, the Nazis' um experimented on prisoners and the tribunal held a lot of things in that case but part of what they held applies to people who are not prisoners of war although i would argue that a lot of us are prisoners of this war on information and this war on our very way of life the war on we the people but okay you know that's that's a little bit of a of an existentialism kind of thing there but basically experiments under conditions of non-informed consent or being compelled to take them or, cr- or contrary to quote the case, the principles of the laws of nations as they result from the usages established among civilized peoples from the laws of humanity and the dictates of public conscience. The end result of all of this in my opinion, is Anthony Fauci is a war criminal. And what do we do to war criminals? I'm not suggesting that anyone do anything to Anthony Fauci. What I am suggesting is that he needs to be tried. And if he's convicted, well, there are penalties. Now, aside from the Geneva Convention, we have books of civil and criminal law that are so tall, if you stood on them, you could grab one of the Elon Musk satellites And they all talk about the same thing. Consent must be informed and there cannot be coercion. You cannot have consent with coercion. You can't have your pudding if you don't eat your... Anyway, vaccine mandates are coercion. When you cannot have the information, everything is being suppressed. All, All that you're given is propaganda. You cannot have informed consent and then you have the coercion too let's get to the 1200 side effects of these wonderful medical devices that are being called vaccines. They really are. They really are defined as medical devices. They are not vaccines. You know, they they call them vaccines because vaccines are something we're all familiar with. And I've been called an anti-vaxxer. I don't know how many times I take vaccines. I used to get the flu shot when I was in court four days a week because the flu would run through the courthouse like wildfire every year, you know? I I, I cut myself working in the yard. I go get a tetanus shot. I'm I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm anti-MRNA medical device because I have dug enough, because it's my job to read the data and to bring it to you guys. And if the guy that invented it is terrified of it, well, that says a lot. But, you know, let's get to the 1,200 potentially negative health outcomes, side effects, of having this stuff in your blood. And, and I can't go over all 1,200 of them. Number one, we would be here all day. And they're hard to understand, and, and they're hard to pronounce. And I had to go to a doctor to have a lot of them explain to me. But what I want to do is give you an idea of some of the scarier and more common ones that you would recognize. And if you've been victimized by this system and conned into getting this in your body you might want to be able to recognize some of this stuff so when it starts happening to you if it starts happening to you you can go see your doctor now the first one is not anything that would necessarily show up immediately it's called 1p36 deletion syndrome Now, they've been telling us, I've been telling you for two years that this vaccine will change your DNA, and everyone who has said that the vaccine will change your DNA has been tarred and feathered and slapped with a tinfoil hat conspiracy theory label, but 1P36 deletion syndrome is exactly that. It is a change in your DNA wrought by the mRNA technology, and it's showing up in liver tests of people who have been vaccinated. Their DNA has in fact been changed by the vaccine. Now, lots of things change your DNA. You eat natural food, your DNA will pick up your DNA will pick up DNA from what you eat. You eat GMO food, your DNA will pick up DNA from the GMO G, GMO food. We actually did a show about this way back. Show about GMOs and why they're so dangerous because you pick up DNA from the GMOs and there's a lot of health problems associated with that. In fact, the big giant health problem that is modern life that is, you know, a combined epidemic of obesity and diabetes and cancers and uh, you know, all kinds of autoimmune disorders and inflammation and everything else in my humble opinion based on the research that I've done is related in large part to this these GMOs. And some other things which would get me called an anti-vaxxer. But you'd have to just go back and listen to that show. It's really old. You're going to have to dig through my back catalog to find it. And sorry that I can't just put my finger on it right now and tell you exactly what month and what year it was in. But if you want to hear it, it's there for you. So that's the 1P36 deletion syndrome. Then we have a whole bunch of things that you will notice like acquired epileptic aphasia. That is, if anybody's ever had aphasia, I had it due to a head injury many years ago. Uh, you can't talk. You can think of the words, but you can't get them from your brain to your mouth. And it's the most extraordinarily frustrating thing. And, you know, after a brain injury, it took a while for me to completely get over it. And, you know, for me to get to where, you know, I could carry on a conversation normally it probably took a few months, but Probably was a couple of years before I stopped having words drop out where I just couldn't get them from my my brain to my mouth. Unfortunately, epileptic aphasia, you don't get over. And after that, we've got something that everyone has heard of, lupus, which is an autoimmune disease. Now, there are so many autoimmune diseases in here, I kind of lump them towards the end, but stay with me acute encephalitis with repetitive partial seizures that is brain swelling brain infection and seizures acute kidney injury acute respiratory failure so your kidneys don't work and you can't breathe alopecia you you go bald you can't breathe your kidneys don't work and you go bald acute respiratory failure you can't breathe your kidneys don't work you go bald you can't breathe at all you die I know someone who actually had their hair fall out after the vaccine. Uh, I know correlation is not causation, but, you know, after they got their third shot, their hair fell out. Um, Angioedema, that's fluid around your heart. Basically, that's congestive heart failure. arthritis everybody knows what arthritis is. Arthritis is common, but it can be very serious. Um, But, you know, if you're over 35, you've probably heard of it. Over 400 blood conditions, including fatal anemia. I can't go through them unless you're a doctor. You're not going to understand half the words, and I'm going to mispronounce them anyway. Over 200 autoimmune conditions. Once again, they are so numerous, and most of them are scary. And then you've got bone infections. Over 50 heart-related side effects, including sudden cardiac arrest, heart attack, myocarditis, heart infection, deep vein thrombosis, which is funny. I used to not even know what that was, but there's a Pfizer ad out right now, and some guy's like, yeah, man, I had this pain in my leg, and, you know, it kind of turned red, and I finally went to a doctor, and it turned out I had deep vein thrombosis. We are Pfizer. We have a cure. If you've got this, blah, 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 and we have a drug for it, of course. It's just a loop. And if that's not bad enough, there is circulatory collapse. Now, that's when it, here's where it gets really odd. One of the reported adverse medical conditions that happened after the vaccine was people got COVID-19. And people got COVID-19 pneumonia. And COVID-19 pneumonia is usually where people end up in the hospital. And they start on that downward trend towards getting on a p- placed on a ventilator and i believe it's 88% of people that got put on a ventilator and never left the hospital well they left but they you know left through the morgue you know before we figured out about the china virus it was called atypical pneumonia by the way another side effect which happens to be one of the things that kills the people who die with covid-19 is a cytokine storm That's where your immune system goes absolutely berserk and murders you. There are over 150 brain diseases resulting from this vaccine, including epilepsy, encephalitis, and hemorrhagic fever. You remember when Ebola was in the news and people were bleeding from their nose, eyes, and ears? Well, Ebola is a hemorrhagic fever. I'm not saying that this causes Ebola, but if you want to know what hemorrhagic fever, which this causes, looks like, it looks like Ebola. And then there's chronic fatigue. Uh, I know someone who has that now. And they didn't have it before they got the shot. In fact, they were one of those Energizer bunny people, and now they have chronic fatigue, and they pretty much lay around all the time. And now we get down to kind of a serious one, Death. Death is listed on this confidential list, prized out of the hands of Pfizer by the courts and possibly accidentally, part of it was accidentally released. Death. Literally death. Diabetes, both types, one and two. All kinds of herpes infections. Over 100 autoimmune diseases, including HIV, AIDS, AIDS. Over 75 kidney diseases, including kidney failure. Over 100 liver diseases, including hepatitis and liver failure. Lupus, which we already mentioned. MERS. I spoke about MERS a minute ago. MERS was an offshoot of SARS-CoV-1 called Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. MERS is 70% fatal. Why are people, Why are people who have gotten the vaccine getting MERS? Well, there's got to be a genetic component. There's got to be something in that mRNA that actually causes, well, why are they getting COVID? I mean, if it works, they wouldn't be getting COVID. Unless it causes COVID. We've got um, seizures, lots of seizures, a whole bunch of different seizures. Sterility from immune attack of the ovaries in women and sterility from immune attack of the testes in men. Stillbirth. More than 40 different kinds of strokes. Have you noticed all the the ads for young people and strokes? And remember Justin Bieber's Bieber's wife? She just had a stroke. More than 30 different thyroid diseases, over 200 neonatal disorders. Are you pregnant? Did you get the jab while you were pregnant? Zika virus and Guillain-Barre syndrome. I don't know about the Zika virus, but Guillain-Barre syndrome... Is is uh, it's a per- it's a paralytic syndrome. The best way I can describe it is mild cases look like Bell's palsy, which you don't want, and severe cases look like polio. People die from this. People end up paralyzed for life from this. And you know, when I was I kind of went through this alphabetically, but when I was in the C's. If you noticed, I didn't say anything about cancers, and that's because they haven't shown up yet, but they showed up in the animals from the mRNA testing back in 2012. We have a medical device disguised as a vaccine. All of the real information has been withheld and suppressed, and now we know when it's too late what it causes and what it does. This is a depopulation device. I'll repeat it again. This is a depopulation device. In two years, the cancer numbers are going to be off the charts, provided that we're still here. Now, I was going to try and post this list, all 1,200 of them, to our website over at com, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. So let me give you some places you can find it. iotwreport.com, gospelnewsnetwork.org, www.evillawyersguide.com. I n dot gov YourOwnweeklynews.com and you can't find any of those on Google. You got to use an alternative search engine. For a while you could find it on YouTube, and now it's been actively suppressed. You can't find it on Google, like I said. You've got to use one of those alternative search engines, or you can try one of those web pages I just described if they're still up. So, that being said, we're probably going to have to do a second show and go ahead and discuss the fact that Ukraine's situation is a wag the dog event and get you up to date on that. Listen, thanks for listening. Hashtag trust me, I'm a lawyer. I own that hashtag. So, if you see anything, hashtag trust me, I'm a lawyer, and it's not me. It's probably been posted by someone who's about to get sued. Thanks again for listening. Hashtag trust me, I'm a lawyer.